You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. You know, I'm kind of tired. Earlier today, um, I was overworking on my boat. Um, I don't know. Did I tell you I have a boat? I've got a 20-foot pontoon. And it required some maintenance today. So I uh, I'd spent a few hours working on it. So the place that we have it stored, uh, it's, it's, it's what, what they call a dry dock. So they'll take it out of the water for us when we're not using it. And then when we want it, we just give them a call and then they put the boat in the water for us. And then uh, we take it out and then once we're done, they put it away. Uh, so and I'm not bitching or complaining and I, I hate for it to sound like it's, you know, first world problems. But, you know, I mean, there's certain things that when you become a boat owner that you have to learn. Uh, And, you know, the the boat cover has snaps that snap into the uh, the side of the boat all around the, uh, the edge of it. And one of those things was on their first year of owning the boat or first two years of owning the boat we had it in the water all the time and it was and we didn't have bumpers a good bumper system on the boat so the uh the the snaps themselves the metal snaps that were on the boat itself got banged up uh and you know it was mainly in the front uh not not so much the side uh, so, you know, I had seen, you know, that you can just buy snap kits, uh, to replace these metal snaps, uh, on your boat. And so I bought it. And then, you know, I, there was also the, uh, the starboard and port lights, which are the red and green lights that tell, you know, whichever side of the boat, you know, that when you're driving it at night, you know, people know you know, the, the length of your, not the length of your boat, but the, the width of your boat and that you're coming because they see those two lights. Um, so, you know, those had stopped working as well, or they were intermittently working. So I got in the, uh, the snap kit and then, uh, the, uh, light replacements and I bought LED lights because I didn't want to have to screw around with the, the little bulbs anymore. So I had uh, worked on that today, uh, and the the thing is, is like I haven't had boats a lot, or I hadn't had any boats in my life before this one. So I've really had to kind of learn things kind of on my own because there's not really like a. <laughs> this is funny when it, when it, when I first bought the boat. Um, now it's like a 60 horsepower engine, so it's not like it's, you know, I'm going, 
you know, jet setting crazy. I can't go jet setting crazy. It's, you know, cruising around uh, the lake kind of pontoon. So it's a cruiser. You're just enjoying, you know, the scenery and being outdoors. Anyway, when I first bought it, the uh, the guy that uh, showed me, like, how to operate it, you know, we, we got it set into the water. Uh, and he... Uh, gave me about a 30-minute tutorial of how to, you know, the different features of the boat and how to navigate. Uh, and that was it. That's all I was given. Uh, so everything else I've kind of picked up, you know, by either watching others or just kind of getting used to, you know, the rules of the, the water. Uh, but here's a fun thing. Uh, I've had the boat for years now. Uh, and yeah, it's a seasonal thing in Illinois. It's a seasonal thing. So it's not like I'm boating all the time, but, uh, I found out tonight that I have been anchoring wrong. So for years I had not even bothered to look up how to anchor. I had figured that, you know, the mechanics of tying a rope to, your anchor of choice and putting it in the water was self-explanatory. It's not. I've been doing it wrong. I have been absolutely doing it wrong all this time. There's a way to do it. And in between that rope and the anchor itself should be a chain. On mine, there isn't. Because nobody told me. Um... So what's been happening lately is the wife and I have been on a weekday because it's too crazy during the uh, the weekend. Uh, we would take the boat out. We would pack a you know a dinner uh, and you know maybe um, cheap bottle of wine, some water, something. You know, go out have some cheese and crackers. We'd go out on our boat and just uh, anchor somewhere and just listen to music and talk so it's been it's been really cool to do that i love doing that with her you know on occasion we've been taking a few friends with us uh depends on you know if they have availability or not uh so all this time you know we we you know we're starting to notice that in certain areas we're we're drifting like the anchor's not grabbing and so I thought, well, you know, there's got to be something to this. So I actually watched videos earlier today, and it had pretty much proven that I was not doing it at all correct. And by the way, if you got a boat and you're throwing your anchor, you shouldn't be doing that. I learned my lesson. I didn't get hurt, but apparently that's not proper form. You're just supposed to be, you know, putting it in slowly. Um, and then there's a technique called setting. If you're not doing that, you're you're not uh, you know you're not doing it the proper way. Uh, so I've got to get a chain. I've got to get a longer rope because the one that I have tied to mine right now is not that long, uh, not not the way it should be. Uh, and I've got to start setting the anchor and not tossing it. So there, there you go. 
spent the first few minutes of this podcast talking about boating. I don't even know if you guys even give a shit. Um, but yeah, there's certain things that, you know, you, you're doing, you know, along, you know, your life and you think you're doing them correct, correctly. And it turns out you're not. And this happens to be one of those cases, the whole anchor thing completely off the, uh, the button thing, uh, the snaps. I figured that one out on my own. I really didn't have to, you know, watch any, you know, instructional videos. Um, so I was able to get that part done. And then, you know, the, the lights themselves were just basically like, you know, simple electronics, just, you know, putting two wires together and, you know, bolting it to the, uh, the deck. Um, so that wasn't hard at all at all. So anyway, that's, uh, yeah, just, just a long way of saying I'm tired because I spent a lot of time working on the boat not actually in the water enjoying the boat just working on the boat and i think i left the cleaner I left the cleaner there i had a bottle of cleaner because i was cleaning off the seats and um when i got home i was like what did i do with that bottle i don't have it so it's probably still sitting there uh and the guys that work there at the marina i'm sure are going to be coming across and going why is this bottle cleaner here so Maybe I'll text them tomorrow and say, hey, by the way, just go ahead and set that in the boat. Maybe I left it in the boat. Maybe I didn't leave it out. I don't know. We'll find out. Not that big of a deal if we don't get it back. Uh, it turned out I bought the wrong one anyway because I, uh, I bought one that had bleach added to it. And uh, for the wife, that's not really good for our countertops. So shame on me. I didn't know. She's, she just basically gave me a general instruction of get cleaner. And then I got cleaner and it was the wrong one. So next time I, I need a little bit more info. Just saying. All right, let's get started. Okay, can we do that? Can we get started? Or do you want to talk about the boat some more? Because I'm sure I can come up with some more boat stories. Nah, let's go ahead and get started. We'll talk about a movie instead. So as we do in these things, we are going to insert the bumper here. This is a day something podcast. I don't think there's anybody back there. Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters! Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you! Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! <laughs> to each other. And... Party on, dudes! Hey, this is Dave. You're listening to Bonsai Retro Club Podcast. We are really enjoying the fact that you're along for the ride and you're part of the club. You didn't know that. You joined the club just by listening to us. But, you know, that's the way we are. We, uh, we like to include everybody. 
Uh, I hope you're digging the uh, retro mojo that we are sharing. Uh, you may have noticed that you're just listening to me and not, you know, a cacophony or of my other co-hosts. So in a lot of cases, the uh, Essential Movie Podcast episodes has been kind of a, a solo journey for me. But, you know, I picked up a few guest co-hosts uh, as, you know, time permits. Um, let me bring you up to speed what this whole thing is about. The, uh, the Essential Movie list was something I found on RottenTomatoes.com. Uh, when I saw the list, I was pretty impressed by uh, by the list, and I was like, you know what? It'd be a cool challenge uh, for myself to record a podcast episode for every one of those 140 movies. So this is it. That's what I'm doing here. That's the uh, the whole challenge of the essential movie list. Uh, I'm working my way back from 140 all the way to number one, uh, and you know it's took a little bit of a breather in there but I'm, I'm back into it now and you know kicking it strong uh, I've had a, uh, a patch of movies that I hadn't seen but I'm happy to say I have seen this one uh, and I think it's a very iconic you know uh, entry you know into the John Hughes uh, movie universe so um, as you all know, you clicked on the title of the movie so you knew what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, Pretty in Pink, number 61. It was released in 1986. Uh, what I do at this point is I insert the trailer, so we're going to do that right here. I love this woman. I love this woman, and I have to tell her. And if she laughs, she laughs. It makes it easier. Feeling any better if I asked you to the prom? His name's Blaine. He's so beautiful. Blaine? Oh, that's a major appliance. That's not a name. You won't regret it, no, no. Some girls, they don't forget it. Does he have strong lips? <laughs> strong lips. for me, you know, maybe this shouldn't happen. You know, maybe it doesn't happen all the time, but it doesn't mean it isn't right, right? This is not the time to get serious over some nimrod. He's gonna use you and then throw you away. You're ashamed to be seen with no, me. I am You're not ashamed not. to go out with me. Kim, he likes you. Uh, what his friends think shouldn't make any difference. I just want to let them know that they didn't break me. Just don't write love songs like they used to. It's, I, I, oh. So, I don't have to go into this, you know, hey, I watched the trailer. I did watch the trailer, by the way, but I, I, because I just kind of wanted to get into the Pretty in Pink mood again. Um, not that I was out of mood for Pretty in Pink, but, you know, it was one of those things where I um, felt it necessary just to kind of reacquaint myself with the movie before I started talking to you. Um, I'll, I'll do this. I'll read the movie info real quick. Uh, John Hughes crafts an exemplary 80s Brat Pack romance of the standard Cinderella story in Pretty in Pink. Andy Walsh, played by the wonderful, beautiful Molly Ringwald, is a teenager who lives in the dingy part of town with her terminally underemployed dad, 
played by the awesome Harry Dean Stanton. She works at a record store with the eccentric Iona, who's played by, once again, another iconic, wonderful person, Annie Potts, and is considered a misfit at her uppity high school. But somehow, she rises above them all. Her oddball best friend, Ducky, who is wonderfully played by the fantastic John Cryer, is a hopelessly is hopelessly in love with her so he causes her trouble for her romantic pursuits when local rich kid Blaine uh, by the way that is not a name that's a major appliance uh, played by Andrew McCarthy develops a fascination with her they go out on a date together visiting the home bases of each social clique they are basically ridiculed for their audacity to date one another when Blaine eventually asks the delighted Andy to the prom, he is threatened by his rich friend Steph, who is one of the iconic 80s bullies, uh, James Spader. Uh, their romance versus high school social politics finally culminates at the big night of the prom. Uh, let's see. So like I said before, released 1986, runtime 96 minutes. Oh, it's PG-13. I didn't know that. Um, this was written by John Hughes, but not directed by John Hughes. It's directed by uh, Howard Deutsch. Deutsch. Um, how do you say that? Is it Deutsch or Dutch? Anyway, I should know that. I don't know it. Um, where to start? There's so many things to talk about with this movie, right? Um, you know, at the end of these episodes, I normally put uh, a, a song from the movie. Uh, after we, after the outro bumper, and um, the uh, the song that Ducky sings as he's going around the uh, the record store, uh, it's "Try a Little Tenderness" by uh, Otis Redding. That's the song I'm going to put at the end of this thing, so I don't even have to like think about it. Usually, what I'll do is I'll bring up the the soundtrack list. I just do a quick when I'm editing the podcast, and then I'll take a look to see. You know what what song to include, but I already know what I want uh, for this one, so I don't have to even think about it. I can just go right to you know downloading that song and putting it at right where it needs to be at the end of this. Um, so very iconic scene. Uh, Ducky is just basically almost making a fool of himself. I won't say almost, but it's cute. Um, you know, mimicking singing Otis Redding and just really going all you know crazy all around the uh the record store uh you know and of course he's doing this because he's infatuated with andy uh or aka molly ringwald uh so this is kind of his way of i don't know professing his love to her without actually saying the words um but they've always been together they're good friends and you know that's you know he's you know totally in love with her but she doesn't you know th those feelings aren't reciprocated you know she's got a friendship with him but she doesn't have a love for him um but uh so yeah the the record store dancing and singing scene that's what i want you to think of when at the end of this episode you're listening to the song yeah think ducky um so other other things there's, there's there's some cameos in this uh in this movie uh andrew dice clay in case you guys uh remember that scene where he's kind of the uh the guard 
that uh, at the club that Andy goes into that and he won't let Ducky in so he's sitting outside talking to Ducky and letting you know Andy and her friends in um, so that's kind of interesting he's like you know and he's asking Ducky questions like you know if you know why do you think Andy goes to this place if you're not allowed to go in you know if she really cared about you wouldn't she go somewhere that you can get in uh, you know, food for thought, but Ducky doesn't want to hear it. Um, uh, what else? Christy Swanson. Christy Swanson has a cameo in this. At the very end, uh, she's the, the the blonde girl that has her eyes on Ducky. Um, and another iconic, like, moment, you know, cameo for Christy Swanson, in case you didn't realize it, She's in Ferris Bueller, uh, and her line, I actually brought up the quote because I thought it was a little funny. Uh, she's the one that says, my best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother, girlfriend, heard from this guy who knows this kid who's going with a girl who saw Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors last night. I guess it's pretty serious. And that's uh, Simone, uh, that the character that Christy Swanson plays. So two cameos, iconic scenes. Uh, love it. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I don't know. It's just so, it, it's there, there's so many fun moments from this movie. It, it's I, I I'm not going to I'm, I'm going to just kind of stammer through uh, different parts. I know. Um, oh, excuse me. Sorry, I didn't mean to bump the microphone there. I know uh, uh, something else that's really you know big on this is. Harry Dean Stanton, who's basically, you know, just the downtrodden dad who's just not able to get, uh, you know, any kind of uh, break, you know, with, you know, employment and work. So he's, you know, he doesn't have a lot to give uh, Andy, but, you know, you can tell that they definitely love each other. And, you know, she's more of a caregiver for him than vice versa. Uh, so that's always interesting when you see that kind of situation in a movie. Um, you know, she actually did that in another movie too. Pickup Artist. She did that to her dad there where she was more of the caregiver. Um, but that's all a different topic. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, Andrew McCarthy. Um, you know, talk about being brave um you know kind of standing up against his you know rich friends his snobbish friends to you know to you know break out and you know to to date who he wanted to um i didn't date a lot in high school i mean i dated a little but not a lot and i never really saw the the pressures of staying within your social circle so I don't know if that was really a true-to-life thing. It may have felt that way in some cases. Um, but, you know, if you were, you know, dating somebody, I think it was more of the abnormality of, you know, you're actually dating somebody versus the which social circle did that person come from. So I, it's like I feel like, you know, that should have that probably was a thing 
but I never, you know, was witness to it. Uh, not at my school. Um, and it was so interesting because you'd have people that would date outside of their social circles all the time. So I don't, you know, it, it seeing this, you know, and even the, um, you know, even representation of that in some kind of wonderful, you know, you, you, you had that same kind of deal, you know, but at the end of that one, you know, they ended up, uh, that the people on the right social circles were with the people that they should have been with. Um, so is that something John Hughes is trying to teach us is like, stay within your social circle. But then again, that change, but this, this movie takes apart, takes that apart from us that this this movie teaches us just whoever you're happy with because you know the uh um you know blaine gives a speech at the prom and then you know ducky looks at andy and says if you don't you know go after him right now i forget what he said or you know because it's been a while since i saw pretty in pink but you know there's basically a he gives her you know the the the, the nudge to go after him uh, and then of course you know Andy and Blaine end up together. Um, sorry, spoiler, in case you hadn't seen the movie. But, you know, I, I'm not... You know what? I'm not going to be... Fuck that. I'm not worried about spoilers for 1980s movies. If you haven't seen Pretty in Pink, then... And, and there's many movies that I'm going to run into on this list that I haven't seen that you can say the same thing right back to me. But, you know, I'm... You know, fuck spoilers. You know, you've, you've had the opportunity. You've had years watch these movies so I'm not worried about it you, Blaine and Andy end up together okay that's how the movie ends there you go I just ruined it for you but watching the movie is about the journey how do they end up together what kind of problems do they run into as they started to get to know each other um, you know, let's let's talk about bullies for a little bit here. Let's talk about you know the uh, James Spader stuff. Um, you know, well, was William Zabka was he busy or what? <laughs> anyway, Spader was awesome in this movie, as in you know every movie he's ever been in. But he plays the dick so incredibly well, much like William Zabka. But I'm just saying that you know if you know, I'm casting a uh, a movie, and I'm looking for a bully, rich dickhead, and I I I'm, I immediately think James Spader. You know, between this and Lesson Zero, dude, he is he's the man. Um, but I mean that in a good way. Uh, Annie Potts, just love her. I want to make up a word, eccentric. Intricity, eccentricity, is that a word? Anyway, I love I love how she is, you know, even in Ghostbusters and this movie. Um, so she's she's the kind of person that I'd pal around with. I, I love that kind of person. That's just kind of out there and they just they don't care about, you know, the, the social um you know, what so society says that they should dress a certain way, they just dress whatever they feel. Um and you could see that some of that had rubbed off on uh, the Molly Ringwald character, Andy Walsh. And I think that's why they were kind of kindred spirits, uh, her and uh, her boss, Iona. 
Is it Iona? It's Iona. God, I gotta rewatch this movie. Um. Anyway, like I said, I, I, it definitely belongs on this list. I'm glad that it's higher up on the list than some of the other uh, John Hughes movies that I've already talked about. Um, it's deserving of that. Um, I would even argue the point that it probably deserves to be even higher on the list, uh, probably cracking at least the top 50. Uh, so it's kind of surprising that we're, we're talking about it in the uh, 60s. But it is what it is. I haven't figured out the rhyme or reason as to how these things ended up where they did on the list. I'm just kind of you know, going with it. Uh, a smart man would have reached out to the editorial staff at Rotten Tomatoes and said, you know, can you explain kind of how this list is broken down? But, you know, I, I'm too far into it now and I'm not going to, that's, that's, that's work, right? <laughs> Research. What's that? Anyway, brain pink, great movie, highly recommend. And, you know, if you haven't seen it and I spoiled it for you, I'm not apologizing. I'm not. I am not. Um, let's see. What else do I got? Do I got anything? You know what? I could I could probably go on, you know, different parts of this movie, but I'm not going to do that. I think I've said enough. I hope so. Anyway, please. I'm a little parched. I need something to drink. You guys understand that, right? Anyway. Let's wrap this up so we can go on about our merry way. Uh, the part where I tell you we have a website, sponsorretroclub.com. Go out there, check that out. That's got links to all of our social media stuff. You've got to go to the happy links section and click on the Team Bonsai section, and that gives you links to Instagram and Facebook, Twitter, yada, 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 yada. Um, and uh, Facebook. Do, do me a favor. Go out there and interact with me on Facebook. I'm posting a music video every morning of some retro song i i really want to have more people enjoying that going going to our bonsai retro club facebook page and following us you'll get that on your feed and maybe even like it you know whatever we're posting or you know throw me a comment let me know that uh, you like the song that i picked for that morning it's all part of my positive vibe thing that i'm trying to do you know, and starting the day with a uh, a retro song is just a good a, another you know hook into feeling positive about the day. There's too much negativity going on right now. There's too many unfortunate bad stuff going on with you know uh, politics and COVID and just it's, it's, I don't want to go down that road um, on this podcast. But at the same time, you know I don't want to be naive about it either. You know, it's going on right now, and we're just having to cope with that. Um, but there's nothing wrong with putting some positivity in our days. I'm doing that every morning. I want you to do the same. That's your mission now, is to find something positive each morning to get yourself going. And if that's not also going out and listening to a retro song, then, you know, whatever your thing is. Find your thing. Make that your priority first thing of the day. Don't don't open CNN, don't open USA Today, don't open any of your news stuff that's going to tell you about everything that's going on with, you know, how many deaths, you know, the different people that are now infected. Don't start your day like that. Don't. It's going to just it's going to depress you. You're going to be sad. 
check that stuff out later, you know, because that's, you know, there's important news going on and you got to be aware of that stuff. But don't start. Don't start there. Anyway, just my personal advice. You know, I'm focusing on being a more positive Dave. That's how I was able to do it. So I'm imparting my knowledge onto you. Uh, so, like I said, when you're at a website, uh, check out our happy links. Uh, there's, you know, content there that you can learn more about us. You know, please check it all out. Uh, if you want to drop us an email to go to the whole team, it's McFly at bonsairetroclub.com. Uh, this is also the part where I'm going to tell you that I want you to please be excellent to each other. And since I have no idea when you're going to listen to this, have a good whatever. Bye-bye. This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Bonsai, do you Hey, Bonsai! 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 Young girls, they do get weary Wearing that same old shaggy dress Yeah, yeah But when she gets weary Trying a little tenderness You know she's waiting Just anticipating For things that she'll never, 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 never possess But while she's there waiting And without them try A little tenderness It's not just sentimental, no, no, no. She has her grief and care, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the soft words, they all spoke so gentle, yeah. It makes it easier. To bed. You won't regret it, no, no. Young girls, they don't forget it. Love is their own happiness, yeah. But it's all so
Na, 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 na